He's amazing, right? <laughs> but he's more than amazing. He's not only amazing, he's more than it. Amazing and more. <laughs> All of us probably know this song. I mean, know the lyrics of the song. But have you ever sung the song with its meaning? Have you ever expressed the, meeting, the meaning of the song in your heart? To shout it out loud and say, he's more than amazing. How many of you have uh, had a quiet time and worship with the song? If you have, let me see by hands. Exactly. So you see how powerful the song is. It's talking about God's amazingness. I don't know if that word is in the Bible, amazingness, but <laughs> it's just an expression. <laughs> it's a word. But we will sing and declare how amazing he is. Amen. I pray that you'll be blessed. Amen. You're the one who walked on water And you come the raging seas You command the highest mountains To fall upon their knees You're the one who welcomes sinners And you've opened blinded eyes You restored the broken hearted and you brought the dead to life, forgetting all our sins. You remembered all your promises. You
Have an amazing God. Amen. Amen. Let's rise on to our feet. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father God, we thank you for this evening. Thank you for this wonderful time in your presence. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for our health. Thank you for our life. Thank you for strength. Thank you for the air that we breathe in. We thank you for being with us all of today. Father, we thank you for the sins of God that have honored you tonight with your offering. We lift it up to you. Maybe like a sweet smelling savor unto you in the name of Jesus. 
I pray, Lord, that anoint my, my lips to speak your pure word. The words that I speak may not be my own words, but maybe the words of Jesus. Amen. May it come forth in the demonstration and the power of God. Thank you for the sins of God that I hear. My prayer is that as they open their hearts to receive this word, it shall come alive in their hearts. It shall strike a chord in their hearts. They shall be cut to hearts. The words shall pierce their spirit and their soul. As they hear this word, they shall trust more in you like never before. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Welcome to church. Now, I'm going to share tonight on a message titled, Valuable Things. Say, Valuable Things. Valuable or Valuable. What did you say? Valuable. <laughs> All right, Valuable. We'll go with that one. <laughs> All right, Psalm 90, let's start with Psalm 90, verse 12, Psalm 90, verse 12. So the title of the message is Valuable Things, or Valuable, wherever you're from, it's the same word, <laughs> yeah. Psalm 92, oh, sorry, sorry, Psalm 90, verse 12. Let's all read it together. Let's all read it. Okay, let's look at King James Version, please. All right, so let's read this one. Ready, go. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. So, teach us or teach me to number my days so that I may apply my heart unto wisdom. What the scripture is saying here is that if you have a few more days on this earth to live, the only thing, things that you do are going to be the wisest things you will do. Amen. If you know you're going to die, God forbid, this Sunday, you're not going to fool around from Wednesday night to Sunday. You're, you're going to make some very important decisions. How many of you agree with me? Very important decisions. Especially if you know that maybe you are going to hell if you don't change. You become born again. You, read, you try to read the Bible before the, the end of the week. You read the whole Bible before the end of the week. <laughs> I know some people who were, who were in jail for just a short time. They have never read the Bible in their life. Never read, they, read, they read the Bible in that one month. <laughs> If you have a very short time on this earth to live, 
you become very wise. So the Bible says, teach us to number. May we number our days. So that we'll apply wisdom. You know, some of the things we have done with our money. Where is it? Where is the money? You remember your paycheck? Where is the money from your paycheck? Where is it? I don't know. It's gone. You don't know where it's gone? Where is the money? There is some statistics which have said that some people did some research. They said everybody who works from the age of 20 to the time you are 60, you will have earned at least a million dollars. You will have made at least a million dollars. Calculate your income now, Christian. Multiply it by 12. So every, 12, every, week, every month, multiply by 12, that's one year. Then multiply by 60 years of working. And you remember your salary will go up. As you keep growing older, it will go up. And add it all up. It said that most people would have earned or would have made $1 million. Yeah. But where is the money? Where would the money be when you're 60? Even if we give you one million. Even if we give you one million dollars tonight. I guarantee by next week, $200,000 would have gone into you. You buy yourself a very nice car. Maybe a Dodge Hemi or, or Ferrari. You buy it alloy wheels. I mean, the wheels will be spinning. Then you buy expensive clothing. Yeah. Then you live in a very expensive house. Yeah. And if you were working up to yesterday, you will stop working. I quit. You just quit. <laughs> so the Bible says that teach us to number our days. Our days on this earth are very important. Amen. So I'm teaching on valuable or valuable things. Amen, the church. Now, one of the most important things we need to value is our time. Time is very important. Time is very critical. Sometimes missing a time by one minute can cost you your life. Yeah. Missing your time can cost you a lot of money. Like if you don't clock in early, you don't clock in when you're leaving, it will cost you some money, some dollars. Isn't it true? Yeah. Sometimes going to a store at a certain time, they're doing a special, and then you enter the store at the same time, they'll say, we are closed, sorry, we are closed. 
If as you are entering, somebody will come to the door and say, sorry, we are closed. You say, oh, I thought you, you closed us 8 o'clock. When you look at the time, it's 8.01. One minute is over. And ne the next day, the, the prices go back to the regular price. So, time is very important. Are you here with me? Yeah. So, the Bible says, teach us to number our days. Our days. Our days. Our days on this earth are very important. I don't know where you'll be in six months' time. I don't know where you'll be in one year, in a year's time. I don't know where you'll be in five years' time. You don't know where I will be. But let us number our days. Let us number our days. Because the days are very important. So number it means that you are counting down. Have a calendar. Assuming you have one more week on this earth to live. What will you do with your time? Because there is no, even though God has said that we will live up to 70, it's not guaranteed. He hasn't signed it in contract. It's not a contract. It's not a contract. No, God, God lied to me. God lied to my mama. He didn't lie to anybody. He didn't sign any contract with you. Yeah. So let's look at a few scriptures. And one of the things I'm going to share today is how time is so important. Efficiency. Let's look at efficiency. I'll just introduce it today, and next week I'll continue. Efficiency. What's the real time? Please correct the clock. It's deceiving me. So we're trying to stick to time. So please correct it. It's 8.43. Now it's saying, here it's saying 8.35, so I was taking my time a little bit. <laughs> so efficiency. Chapter 5, verse 16. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. It says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Let's look at another translation. New Living Translation. Make the most of every opportunity for doing good in these evil days. Make the most of every opportunity for doing good in these evil days. Look, a time is going to come. When people want to die, but they can't die. There's going to be a time, are you guys here? There's going to be a time called the rapture. I don't know if you've heard about it. or you don't, Whether you believe it or not, it's going to come. Yeah, so there's some things that will happen, whether you believe it or not. Yeah, rapture. A time will come when Christians will disappear from the earth. And not everybody who goes to church. I don't mean people go to church. I mean people who live for Christ. Their lifestyle resembles Christ. There's going to be time, come a time when Christians will disappear from the earth. 
It's called the rapture. It's in the Bible. It's in First Thessalonians. It's in Revelation. Talk about rapture. Christians will disappear suddenly. We'll all be in church. Then psh, somebody has disappeared. Or maybe you come to church Sunday morning. We are worshiping God. Um, here I am to worship. Then the microphone falls down. Then the guy has disappeared. And you are still around. Hey, you are still around. It's a problem. If you are still around, it's a problem. And then you turn to the pastor, I'm not here. You turn to a few of the church members, they're not here. But you see some of them around. You say, oh, but where have they disappeared to? That day, you will have to preach. There's going to come a time when Christians will disappear. And when that time is gone, there's going to be a time of evil. The Bible says such has never been seen before. An evil time is going to come that has never, nobody has ever experienced it before. Since the beginning of the earth to, to now. A, a great time of evil. And that time people will jump from skyscrapers. When they die, when they jump to the ground, they will just be injured. <laughs> You won't die. Yeah. You try to take your life, you won't die. Because the, the, the man called death, which is the devil, he'll be around. And you prevent people from dying. Because he wants to torture those who have been left behind. Yeah. So the Bible says, make maximum use of your time. Because the days are evil. Evil days are coming. So this is a time as a Christian to Live right. Live right. Because the evil day is coming. And when that evil day is coming and you are still here, it's a problem. That is why every night before I sleep, I ask God to forgive me of all my sins. Hey, I don't want to be left behind. Though. Do not want to be left behind. Amen. Yeah. So make maximum use of your time. Because the days are evil. So time is very valuable. There's a time when you must go to school. And you don't go to school. You are hanging around boys and girls. And before you realize, you get into trouble. Yeah. There are times when you must work. And somebody is looking after you. You are not disabled. You have two feet. You have two hands. And you won't work. I'm doing business. Air business. Or walking around business. Some people have briefcases, but there's nothing in it. Yeah, just doing business. What business? Oh, I'm doing one or two. Tell us the one and tell us the two. Yeah. So there's a time when you have to also serve God. And the best time to serve God is when you are young. Hallelujah. When you are young, you must serve God. Because as you grow older, it's going to be more and more difficult. You see, even mothers, when they have children, every little thing the child does now, then they want to attend to the child. They say, eh, are you okay? <laughs> they cry a little bit, are you okay? You see them. Yeah. Fathers don't have that too much, that, that strong love. But women have a, mothers have a strong love. So, a time will come when it may be more difficult to serve God. Maybe you may be working day and night. It's not your best, but that's the job you are doing. And you see that now you can't even pray. You can't even read your Bible. 
So the time you have now to serve God, serve God now. Don't say, you know, some people, oh, you know, pastor, I'm doing some business. I'm going I'm to bring money home. I'm going to bring money to church. I'll bring money to church. Pastor, I'm working. Uh, just give me six months, you know, and I'll, and I'll come back to church. and I'll give all my all to you, to God. I've been in church for over 20 years. I've not seen anybody who has done that and has worked. Rather, they fall away. They, they, it's even more difficult to come. So make maximum use of your time. Amen. You serve God when you are young. You serve God, you, you, you serve God when you have energy. Not when you are very old and you cannot even walk. When you get out of bed, your whole body. Will ah, I go to church or not? Let me stay at home. I'm tired. God understands. Because of my age, he understands. Serve God when you are young. Hallelujah. Yeah. Then let me give another scripture. As I prepare to close tonight. In John chapter 7. Verse 6. John chapter 7. Verse 6. John chapter 7. Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. My time. Jesus Christ said, My time. There is God's time and there is your time. Amen? How many of you have heard this saying, God's time is the best? God's time is the best. Yeah. There is your time and then there is God's time. And sometimes you struggle and struggle and struggle to get certain things done. It will not be done because it is not God's time. Are you here in church? Yeah. It's not God's time. It is not God's time. And until it's God's time, no matter how hard you try, it won't work. But you see, when God does something, the Bible says he makes all things beautiful. Beautiful. When it's God's time, all things are beautiful. Amen. All things are beautiful because it is God's time. So Jesus said, my time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. There are three times. There is my time. There is your time. Then there is the time or God's time. There is my time, my time. I have to do certain things on this earth. There is also your time to do certain things on this earth. And there is God's time to do certain things. Yeah. There is my time. There's a time when I want to do something. Maybe I want to wake up and pray. I want to go to church. I, I want to read my Bible. I want to work. That's my time. Then it's your time. Maybe you want to sleep. That's your time. Your time is to sleep. Some people, their ministry is to sleep. They really like sleeping. Yeah. So there's your time, which is to sleep or to make money. That's your time. But there is God's time. Say God's time. There is God's time. And God's time is he wants to, you to do something for him or he has a plan for your life. 
and he says, do it. And when he says, do it, the clock starts counting down. We all have a countdown clock. Do you know that from the day we were born is the beginning of us approaching death. The moment the baby came out, minus whatever second, the baby was crying to death. The clock begins to count down. Show you a countdown clock. Yeah, countdown clock. As the clock is counting down. So we we are all under this clock. This is God's time. It is counting down. But you see, just as we have different time zones, you know, right now is um, uh, 8.54 p.m. But in New York is what? 9.54 p.m. In California is what? 7.54 p.m. In London, six hours ahead, it is 3 254 or 354, six hours. So 354, 254 p.m. Yeah. P.A.M. Yeah. So they are sleeping. We are awake. So that their time is sleeping now, but our time is we are in church. But God's time is counting down. That's God's time. It's counting down. Anytime God gives you something to do, it starts the clock. It starts counting down. It's counting down. To see, when will you do it? When will you do it? That is why you see that sometimes someone says, oh, I want you to work for God. I want you to give your life to God. I want you to sing for God. And you see some people say, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm working. Oh, I, I don't have time for God right now. I don't have time for God right now. That is the time that God wants you to work for him. And you, now you don't have time for him. By the time you have time for God, Somebody else has taken your place. Your time is over. Your time is over. You see, people who bluff a lot, especially in the house of God, you see that by the time they are ready to serve God, nobody needs them for that work anymore. Somebody else does the work. Yeah. God always has replacements because the clock is counting down. If, like, don't show up at work tomorrow. Are you working tomorrow? Are you working tomorrow? If I don't show up, will your work stay there? Will somebody not do your work for you? Yeah, that's how it is. Somebody do your work for you. And when God gives you time, the clock is counting down. It's counting down, counting down. Maybe you have five more seconds to finish the work he has for you. And when you say next week or tomorrow, there's some people when you ask them something to do, they say tomorrow. Everything is tomorrow. Everything is tomorrow. That, that's, their, that's their middle name, tomorrow. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, call me tomorrow. I can't do it right now. Call me tomorrow. When you call them tomorrow, oh, call me tomorrow. Oh, did I say tomorrow? Did I say tomorrow? But tomorrow is tomorrow. <laughs> there is God's time, there is my time, and there is your time. There is a time I'll leave this earth. It's very likely I will not leave the earth the same time you are leaving this earth. Because maybe I may live, I may leave this earth before you, or 
you may leave this earth before me. So when you leave this earth, that is your time. Your time is over. The clock is over. You are running a race. Bang! It's over. The race is over. Your time is done. It's finished. But maybe I have 30 more years to go. Yeah. And when your time is over, that's it. When the clock chimes, that's it. My time, your time, God's time. So God has a time for you. And he has a time for all of us to do something. And do you know how God tells us what to do? He speaks to us all the time. God is always saying, he tells us all the time. Like you say, Seb, come to church. There was, there was once some brothers who were told to come to church. Come to church. And they, were kept, they kept postponing it. Oh, not right now. I'm doing something. I'm working, looking for a job. I'm doing some business. Oh, we're hanging out with some buddies. Every time going somewhere. And one day, they were in the wrong place at the wrong time or maybe the right time. And they were locked up. They were arrested and locked up. Because that time should have been in church. Another guy was supposed to be in church. He was going to look for a roommate somewhere. <laughs> the roommate happened to be a female. <laughs> How can you go look for a female roommate? You have a house, you, are, you have an apartment you are living in, you are looking for a female roommate. And he was arrested. Yeah. So there is God's time. There's a time you must be in the house of God. There, there was a story of this guy. And this guy, who was a young guy growing up, he had a lot of friends in the neighborhood. They were always hanging out together. You know, and he used to go to church. He was very active in church, very, very active in church. His father was a pastor. And he was very active in church, going to church all the time, you know. And most of his friends in the neighborhood were not going to church. They didn't go to church. So in the, in the, in the morning, Sunday morning, when he's going to church, you see them hanging out. You just wave at them in his father's car, you know. Yeah. And then after church, he comes back, hangs out with them a little bit. And he goes back to his, um, to his house. Then one day, he said, oh, I don't feel like going to church. God's time was that he should go to church. He said, oh, I don't feel like going to church. So he was at home. And as usual, his homies, the guys in the hood, just were there. And he said, oh, what are you doing? Then they came to his house, knocked on the door. Come on, let's go. So they had a truck. He sat in the car with, in the car with the, in the truck with his friends. Sat in the truck with his friends. They were all in the truck. Just, you know, young guys, just going somewhere. He didn't know where they were going. He just sat in the truck with them. They were going somewhere. Then they kept going. Then they stopped at somebody's house. Then they went in. He asked them, what are you guys doing? They went for a ride. He saw them, somebody kicking the door. Boom. Then they rushed into the house. And they took some things from the house. No, no, it was a robbery. His friends were involved in robbery. I'm robbery. But he didn't know. So he just thought they were just going to somebody's house to visit somebody. So he saw them kicking, kicking the door. Then they all rushed into the house, and they rushed out. As they were, they got into the truck. They were running. They tried to get out of the neighborhood. The police stopped. We heard there's a robbery going on here. They stopped them. They searched the car. They found the things in the car. 
and the guy was in the car. Whether you were a passenger, we don't know whether you were participating in the thing or not. So this boy found himself in jail for over five to ten years for something he didn't do. What he did, he failed to go to church. That's all. That's his problem. He, God's time was go to church like you normally go to church. But he said, my time is just to stay home and hang out with my buddies. He had a voice. And do you know what he said? He said when he was in prison, he had a voice from God said, and God told him, now look, when you were at home, I told you to go to church, but you said you won't go. You see, when God is speaking to you, he won't shout. He won't shout. If people shout at you, will you do things? Christine, pick up the microphone. I said, well, who is it to tell me to pick up the microphone? If you're upset. So God speaks softly. He speaks to us softly all the time. Sometimes he speaks to us through pastors, through Christian brothers and sisters. He speaks to us all the time. So timing is important. Now the most important time you must follow is God's time. Because God is the one holding the clock. If you watch any event going on, any event, track and field, you know, even soccer, there is always one referee or one whatever, timer. He starts, Boop. clock starts. Then he's the one who, sometimes you see you're watching a game, a soccer game, and your team is leading 2-1. Then, then there is uh, two more minutes left, two more minutes left. And you're praying, oh, referee, end the game, end the game, end the game. Because you want the game to end so that your team will win. And then 30 seconds left. You are saying, referee, time is up. End the game. And the referee adds two more minutes. And then in that two minutes, the other team gets the ball. Pass, pass. Boom. They score. <laughs> then they get the ball again. Pa, pa, pa. They score. They beat your team three goals to two. And you insult the referee. But he had the time. So God has a time. He has the time. God is, has the time. If it's not you who has the time, I don't have the time. It's God's time. Amen? Yeah. God brought us into this earth. And when he brought us to this earth, he, he set the clock counting down. All of us have a countdown clock in heaven. In heaven, there, you see all, there's their names. Kamji clock, Prince clock, Christian clock, Kofi clock. It's counting down. But we all don't know the time that clock will stop, will stop moving. One day it will stop moving. And when it stops, what would you say to God? Would you be stammering before God? Or will you be relaxed because you have done what God says you must do? So, saints of God, in closing, time is very valuable. That's why the Bible says that redeem the time. Make the most out of your time. Make the most out of your time. Make the most opportunity of your time. Time is precious. Time is precious. Anybody traveling, maybe from here to New York, and you have two airlines, two flights, one, you, when you leave here, direct flight to New York, three hours. Then another one says that you arrive 
in 12 hours' time because you will stop over in uh, Dallas for six hours. Do you have, do you have six hours to spare? You've just been in the airport. You can't even go out. And you don't have any money to. No. You always choose the shortest time to arrive. Yeah. So time is very important. Let us make maximum use of our time on this earth. Amen. And that time is to follow the one who created us. He is the one who has the stop clock. I don't have the stop clock. God has a stop clock. Follow his time. Whatever God tells you to do, do it. He speaks to us in the night. He speaks to us through dreams, through visions. He speaks to us. Sometimes we hear his voice audibly. Sometimes we hear his voice softly. Sometimes we hear his voice in church preaching. God is talking to us. He's preaching to us. Because if God appears to you right now, you say, oh, this is not God. It's not God. Or you even run away. So he speaks to us all the time. And he says that this time is valuable. Treasure this time. Treasure this time. So what we need to pray for is wisdom. Say, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom to make maximum use of my time. Amen. How many of you are going to pray to God for wisdom? Let's rise on to our feet. Give me wisdom to see things like you do. God, I look to you. I won't be
and say, Lord, give me wisdom. Help me to make maximum use of my time. Teach me to apply wisdom to my life, to apply wisdom, to number my days with wisdom, with wisdom, with wisdom, with wisdom. Pray to God and say, Lord, give me wisdom. Let me not waste my time. Not, let me not waste my finances. Let me not waste my money. Let me not waste the time I have on this earth. Let me not waste my youthful life. Makatori bashakataya. Mandoro broko shokotoro brokete. Makatori brekeshekere bebe. Mandoro broko tori brekere bresha. Mandore broko tori broko tori bre. Mandoro broko tori brekeshekete. Pray to God and say, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Teach me the number of my days. Teach me the number of my days. To apply my heart unto wisdom. 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 Teach me to apply my heart unto wisdom. Mandoro brokotore brekeshe. Makore brekeshe kere brehe. Karaba shakataraba. Maybe today you want to you want to read you want to return to Jesus you want to give your life to Jesus you want to surrender your life to Jesus maybe you've not been numbering your days well now the Lord is saying that teach me he's telling you that you need to number your days because your time your clock may stop suddenly God's clock that he has set for you may stop suddenly. Where are you going to spend eternity? I want to give you an opportunity today to accept Jesus into your heart. Maybe you're not born again. You're not saved. You're not a serious Christian. I want to give you an opportunity today to accept Jesus. Don't say, I'm not ready. My time is not now. No. This may be their time. This may be God's time for you. You want to give your life to Christ? Or you want to rededicate your life to Christ? I want you to lift your hands wherever you're standing. Let me pray with you. Let me pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Lift your hands wherever you're standing. You want to give your life to Jesus? You want to, you want to start your Christian journey from today? From today. Maybe all this while you've been going to church, but you want to start your Christian life from today. Give me one last chance. God's time. Lift your hands where you're standing. Give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. Give your life to Jesus. Don't say next week. Today is the time. Save me, Lord Jesus. I come to you today. Just as I am. Lord Jesus. I repent of all my sins. I repent of all my sins. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I believe you died on the cross. I believe you died for my sins. For my sins. And on the third day. And on the third day. You rose from the grave. You rose from the grave. 
Thank you, Jesus. I accept you today as my personal Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands, church. Father God, help us to number our days. Let us live as, as, as if we only have a few days to live on this earth. So that we'll apply wisdom in our lives. Help us to be eternity minded. Eternity. Which will start any time from now. Lord, give us wisdom. To make maximum use of our time. This valuable time. This valuable thing called time. To treasure it. Not waste it. To value, value it. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Lord Jesus, fill your children with the spirit of wisdom. May they receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. May they receive wisdom from above. That we will value our time on this earth. Every hour will be precious to us. Every minute shall be precious to us. Every day shall be precious to us. We shall not procrastinate from today. Whatever we have to do, we will do it today. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. All right. You may be seated.